Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to Sunday Morning Live. That is SML Inside the Pages with me, Pastor Carl Anderson, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. Today is the first day of July, and it is also the first day of the rest of your life. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study, 7 p.m., and Thursday's Acts of the Holy Ghost. We believe the Bible is the Word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. I hope you're faithful. I pray that you're faithful. Lord, bless those that are faithful. We are bold. We've been bold in everything else. We're bold about our life in Christ. We are the church, the bride of Christ. We believe the best way to face opposition is by complete obedience to the word of God. There is no plan B. God only has a plan A, and that is his word. If you're looking for salvation, you're looking to be blessed, and join us in the dynamic teaching in the book of Revelation on Sunday mornings. God's word is unfolding right before our eyes. And with that being said, we're going to go into the book of Acts, the 16th chapter. But first... We're going to hear another song that I think you enjoy. So I hope you're driving right now or, or you know, or, or that you can really get in this because I think that it is going to be a blessing to you. You know, sometimes it's good when you're in traffic to have that song, you know, that, that song that you can really get down with. You know, and I think this will, will help those of you. And if maybe you're starting your day or getting off of work.
about you. All about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But but you know what was was great about that? What's so interesting is that the Lord has made it all about you. Mm-hmm. He's made it all about you. And so certainly we thank and praise God. I, I hope you enjoyed that. And that it, whether you're ending your day or, or starting your day, that you'll carry that along with you. I'm so excited about our Lord and Savior. I'm excited about Jesus. And it doesn't mean that 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 I don't deal with issues or anything like that. You know, uh, we all deal with issues. Jesus dealt with issues, uh, not personal, but he dealt with others. But, you know, let me let me go back and and, and clarify something there, because when it came on when he was on the mount. He said, if there's any other way, he didn't want to deal with that. If there's any other way, if this cup can pass from my hand, if there's another way, then then. But there was no other way. There was no other way. So there are times that we deal with issues and there's no other way except that we have to go through whatever we're dealing with. But know that you're not alone. Know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord. And so if you love him, if you it, be it, fall in love with Jesus, and there's a difference in just loving him and knowing about. But when you in love with him or when you in love with someone, it makes a difference because that changes the relationship. That's a game changer right there. Now that that's that's a ride and die, you know, as they say, you know, through thick and thin, uh, and and when there's disagreements, you work it out compared to running into someone else's arm and, uh, you know, or, or or dogging out whoever the relationship, you know, when you in love, there's a difference. There's a difference. Be in love with God, in love with Him will keep you from being an idol worshiper. Being in love with Him will allow you to go through things when it gets rough, when it gets tough, uh, you know, when, when obstacles are in the way, when the enemy is fighting against you, you will stand and you stand together because you know you're not alone. We're in the book of Acts, the book of Acts in uh, the 16th chapter, the 34th, uh, beginning at the 34th verse, and just kind of bear with me. I'm, I'm kind of hyped right now. I just came from the gym, uh, spending my time there. Um, I use that at some time as meditation time. I'm listening to, to music. I'm, I'm listening to the word. I'm listening to, uh, I may be listening to some technology lectures, you know, but it's my time. It's my time to stress out, you know, take it out against the weights and, uh, you know, on the treadmill, on the bike, whatever my preference is. And usually it's all three, but, um, you know, so. I'm, I'm kind of high because I just came in. I'm sitting here in the office that I use on Thursdays for uh, for this particular teaching, uh, an Acts. And um, we have a long ways to go in Acts. And I don't mean just the book of Acts, because as we as you study the book of Acts, you'll find that now you, Paul is dealing with the church of Philippi. He's in he's over dealing with Rome. He, you know, he's dealing with the church of Corinth. Uh, you know, there are the different groups of people that he's going not just him but others that are going to come across and minister and, and so this but this is the foundation this is the foundation uh, just like the uh old testament is the foundation of the of the entire new testament you cannot understand and will not fully understand the new testament without understanding the old testament and so in the book of, of Acts, the Lord said, Jesus said, I come in the volume of the book. It's written about me. 
And so in the book of Acts, uh, 16th chapter, 34th verse, uh, it says, and when they had brought them into the house and set meat before them, that sounds pretty good because I'm kind of hungry right now too, and set meat before them and rejoice, believing in God with all his house. Now, Paul and Silas had been in prison. Uh, why? Because they had uh, uh, been taken before the magistrate. They had been beaten. Why? Because they cast a demon out of a young lady. That young lady was being used by, she was being pimped. She was being used by the, uh, the, the gainers uh, for her uh, because she was possessed. How many people have been possessed with spirits and used by others? The other person knew they was possessed. Whether it was a male or female, uh, whether you're a male and was possessed and, and was and was doing things that for the for money and then turning that money over to somebody else or even for yourself, or a female, the, the or drug addicts possess. You know, if you've ever hit it and tried to quit it and found that you couldn't, you you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and so it, all it takes sometimes is one time is to get sprung, you know, and then you're playing rug doctor and then you're searching and looking for it all over the place. Never to reach that euphoria, you need deliverance. And deliverance comes through the Lord. And that is deliverance. It is a deliverance. And so um, uh, sorcery is real. Drugs have been used in sorcery. And, uh, you know, so this young lady was possessed. It doesn't say how old she was, but she was a young lady. And deep down in her heart, she uh, may have wanted to be delivered, didn't know how to be delivered. Certainly the scribes and Pharisees was not casting out demons. Uh, they were not. But Paul and Silas is now in jail, uh, locked in stocks and, and locked in, in a cell. And they begin to sing psalm, songs and, and, and pray until the jail was shaken and they were set free. However, they didn't run at that moment uh, because God had another plan. Paul called out to the jailer because they would have killed themselves knowing it was the death penalty of slave, if in prison, uh, prisoners escape. And uh, this prisoner wind up getting saved. Uh, excuse me, not prisoner, but jailer wind up getting saved, him and his whole house. And so when he brought them into his house, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all his house. And when it was day, now I, I believe that uh, that the jailer must have told his family and because all his house was there listening to what was going on. And so when it was day, the magistrate sent the surgeons saying, let those men go. And the prisoners, uh, the keeper of the prison told this saying to Paul, the magistrates have sent to let you go. Now, therefore, depart and go in peace. But Paul said unto them, they have beaten us openly, uncondemned, being Romans, and have cast us into prison. And now do they thrust us out privately? Uh, nay, verily, but let them come themselves and fetch us out. Let them come and, and handle this. If they want us out of here, then they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to do it themselves. And the surgeon and the sergeant told these words unto the magistrate, and they feared them when they uh, heard that they were Romans. And they came and besought them and brought them out and desired that they depart out of the city. And they went out of the prison and entered into the house of Lydia. And when they had seen the brethren, 
they comforted them and depart. Now, if you recall, Lydia and the women were at the, um, uh, was out down by the river. It was down there where they met and prayed and sought the Lord. Uh, do you have a prayer partner? Do you have someone that you meet with to uh, to worship, to just have a, a um, what do you want to call it? Um, uh, you have a blessed conversation, a blessed conversation. That's it. Someone that you have a blessed conversation with. Um, someone that you, you can pray with. And, you know, and just really um, enjoy a good fellowship that when you walk away, you feel clean. You don't feel like you need to repent of anything. You haven't done nothing wrong. And so these women met and they worshiped the Lord and they had prayer. And so they comforted them and let them know that everything was all right. But listen, I want you to know that, that you have that you need to remember who you are. And you need to know that you have rights. You need to know your rights. It's one thing to say you have rights, but do you know your rights? Do you know what to do in situations? Do you know who to go to? Do you know the right people to talk? You know, people they say, well, I'll do if I was you. Listen, you need to know the right people to talk to. And, and so everyone has basic rights under the U.S. Constitution and civil rights law. And so you can learn more about these rights and how to exercise them and what to do when your rights are violated. Certainly, uh, we want to pray about everything. But the Bible tells us that the law is for the lawless. And so we need to exercise the right instead of walking around stressing ourselves out and being all complexed and and wanting to pray about it and saying, Jesus, you're going to work it out. No, he works with the law. He knows what to do. And especially when you're right, when you're right in what you're doing. And so um, not going to go too much far, not going to go too far into that, but you need to know who you are and when your rights have been violated. Some may even be uh, rights are being violated at this moment and you may know it and afraid to say something. I, I, I told someone, I said, listen, I gave them some instructions that would have that would have helped them out tremendously. They don't know how much the instructions that I gave them, had they followed them, would have blessed them. They did part of it. They did a very, very small part of it instead of following all of it. Listen, you have to follow it all the way through in order to receive the what you should be received. Uh, be compensated for pain and suffering and different things that you may deal with. And so we will touch a little bit on that, but I cannot stress it enough that, that there are times that we need to shut our mouths. We need to document, document, and document. That's what I mean by shut your mouth. Document things. Certainly things are being documented about you. Document, document, document. And, and so all of us are carrying cell phones. Uh, besides my camera that's on the on the very uh, very first screen, um, uh, mostly is my instant voice recorder for immediate access. Now I know that uh, that recording a person without consent is usually not admissible in certain situations, but in this damn time, uh, people are recording everything, 
you don't have to hold, but you need to be smart in what you do. You don't have to hold the camera up in front of somebody and record them. Uh, as I said, I have my instant voice recorder set um, for immediate access because uh, I was in a meeting with a, with a very uh, well-to-do gentleman. And he showed me a small recorder that he takes into executive meetings with him. And he uses that. He uses that for the meeting. Not just him, but many other executives are doing the same thing. And so uh, they save the recording and then they transfer it into a printed document. So it gives you a word for word of what the conversation is, what the response has been from different individuals. You just need to be smart and careful about what you say that you don't that you don't say the wrong thing that's going to get you in trouble. But uh, others, so be smart. And that worked on, on my behalf because I, I found myself in a situation where someone thought they was usurping authority over me and, and you know, in my particular role and uh, really just came unglued to the point where it was very provoking. Everything was documented. And I'm telling you to this day, that certain individuals, that they walk on eggshells when they are around me. Uh, because they know that something that I'm a smart individual. And so you need to make sure that you be smart. Paul was smart. The Bible says in Hosea 4 and 6, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Knowing your rights provide a direction uh, to pray instead of just uttering words. You know what to pray about. You know how to pray. And you know what to do. Using common sense and keeping plan business uh, and keeping planned business actions out of the ears of and mouths of others is what we all should practice. Don't tell everybody your business. Uh, oh, that's my best friend. I need to tell them, look, your best friend work on that job with you. You don't need to tell them your business uh, because they have a friend on that job too. And so you need to be very careful. Uh, don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. Paul knew who he was and what he was doing because he knew his rights and chose to exercise them. Uh, the Bible says, and when he had brought them into the house, uh, the jailer, when he brought them into the house, he sat meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God and all his house. The jailer and all his house is now converted, born again, a witness of the power of God and seeking to know about this life. The 35th verse says, and when it was day, the magistrates, sent the sergeant saying, let those men go. And the keeper of the prison told this uh, saying to Paul, the magistrate has sent to let you go. Now, therefore, depart and go in peace. His position, the jailer, he's a sergeant. He's a, and some of you listening might be 5 or a jailer uh, in the natural and serving God. A good friend of mine is a pastor and a lieutenant of LAPD. And he is a no-nonsense individual. He, he pounds the pavements, witnessing and encouraging people that he even grew up with and souls uh, to get saved, to, to, to leave that stuff alone that's out there in the streets. And so it's interesting to note that uh, the fear of Paul and Silas outside the jail is, is gone. And remember, the jailer would have killed himself, but instead he got saved. And he invited them into his house. And maybe he could have used the excuse 
that, you know, the jail was messed up and I kept them as prisoners in my house, but that never came up. Um, the jailer was in communication with someone uh, in order for him to have the report or the message to say, let those men go. And he bid Paul and Silas uh, goodwill. But the scripture says, Paul said unto them, they have beaten us uncondemned. There was no reason for them to act that way. Spirits will take over a person and cause them to act a certain way. The incident that I mentioned uh, just a few minutes ago about, uh, about finding myself in trouble and documenting things uh, was that someone ambushed me and, uh, and just went off in an office full of people because I was doing my job. I was in full rights of doing what I was supposed to do. And so, uh, but you can't jump on somebody, not physically jumped on me, that's a different story. And, you know, and condemn somebody or treat somebody a certain way and they have not, and they're not guilty. Uh, Paul and Silas was not guilty of anything except deliverance, deliverance. And so when you in your right and you doing what you're supposed to be doing, minding your business, not doing anything to anyone else, handling your daily op, uh, responsibility, uh, you have you have rights that can be exercised. And so, again, I'm going to emphasize that that the fact that you use your voice recorders, you ain't got to tell nobody that you record anything. And then you put it into a written form of document, which uh, makes it line up on line and precept upon precept. And, and it becomes unrefutable uh, to your benefit. And so uh, Paul said, no, we're not leaving, but let them come and fetch us out openly. It becomes open when others set you up. It becomes open when they call you into a meeting and you walk in and you see other people faces there. It becomes open when you hear uh, uh, that someone and, and people are transpiring, people are trying to set things up. It's open when everyone's demeanor has changed. You walk into the room and all of a sudden, you know, you can feel when people have been talking about you. You can feel when things are not right, when the conversation is, is, is sour. And, and so that it's open. It's open because you felt it. It was exposed at that point. And so the sergeant told these words to the magistrates that, look, they're not leaving, they're not going anywhere. And they feared when they heard that they were Romans, when they realized that these, that these men knew and understood their personal rights. Saints of God, understand your personal rights. Understand who you are. Not just whose you are, but understand who you are, period. You as an individual. The rights that you have as a citizen, whether saved or not, you need to know your rights. And the, the Bible said, and they came and besought them. At this point, the magistrates are now doing all they can to, to, to appease the situation. To, I practically begged them, come on now, you know, we didn't mean, and whatever words, whatever vernacular that they were using, they brought them out and desired them to depart the city. They just wanted to get them out of there. The, one of the things about what Paul did in pointing out to them that you, un, that you uh, unrighteously condemned us, beat us for no reason, is that there were other people that also was there that had been witnessed to. 
There was other people. Remember the house of Lydia and the brethren that Paul went to see afterwards. Uh, this would make the magistrates and others think twice about what they had just did to Paul and Silas. This would help, you know, taking a stand helps uh, when you take a, a right stand and when you do it the right way, it helps others, not just you, but those that would, would have been impacted, uh, those that uh, uh, may be impacted later or not because of the stand that you took. So let's remember who we are. Let's remember our rights that we have and exercise them with wisdom. Let's use wisdom. That's why I pray, Lord, give me wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Help me, Lord God, to be wise in what I do. You carry your phone with you every place that you go. Uh, most of us do. And so make sure that you carry yourself the right way. Make sure that you handle your business on your job and your business in the doctor office, wherever you might be. You know, don't fall apart. Don't let nobody pull the strings and, and make you turn into the, the incredible hawk, you know, because they didn't say it the right words to, you know, to, to gamify you and you're ready to go off on them. Don't do that. But be smart. Be smart. And that's going to work to your benefit. Listen, this is Pastor Carl Henderson of, of Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. You know, I hope to see you here at Cornerstone or to see you there in the presence of the Lord. But until then, be blessed and rest in the Lord. Uh, remember the, the songs that have been played and been featured, uh, the respective property of the artists, their producers. Remember that, that uh, to be prayerful one to another, love somebody, bless someone, be a blessing and encourage their hearts. God bless you. I'll see you soon.